Father, we want to thank you this week. We praise, we honor you. We thank you for another time in your presence, another time life costs to learn the elementary doctrine, principles of the doctrine of Christ. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. Lord, I thank you for my pastors, Pastor Jeff, Pastor Femi, Pastor Okumi. Lord, I thank you for all the brethren. For our to Winnipeg at Saskatoon, Edmonton, Calgary. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for for, for all for you helped us last week to see this particular topic, baptism of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus, Lord, which trust you again today. Can you expound your word again? Show us, have mercy on us. You can help us to navigate, you know, the things that, you know, you want to show us help us to sight well. You would show us great mercy as a people, as a company, so that our foundation will be solid and will be well grounded in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we proceed today, Lord, I ask for utterance and for your people. I also ask for entrance. Lord, I ask that you would help us. There will be so much grace to convey your word. I conduct you, conduct all of my sisters. Good evening, everyone. I'll spray. I hope we can hear me. Yes, I would like to just as our culture is, or maybe it's my own culture. This, this is my style. I always like to get me back so that you can know that we are all following. Let's be back on what we, we learned last week. Can someone just help us with what we learned last week? Just, just to, just to catch up with the things that we learned last week. Anyone, please. Anyone want to help us? I'm waiting. Okay. I'll just call someone. Uh, you forgive me if I call you. So, how can please can you just help us? Are you in a very a good place that you can just be? Okay, uh, hi, sir. Hello, sir. 
Yes, sir. So, so you spoke on um, the Holy Spirit, which is um, the third person of the Godhead. And you spoke that the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit is the true utterance, um, true tongues, that as you see in the day of Pentecost. And you gave us an example on the day of Pentecost. You also spoke about John, the book of John, when, when the Lord said, we send us a comforter who is the Holy Spirit. He shall show you all truths. So, yes, sir. And uh, I think that's all that I have. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, sir. Able to, able to show us at least some of the things that we learned last week. Any yes, other thing to help to just take us further? Yes. Tommy, go ahead. Good evening, everyone. Yes. Good evening, sir. I think I think one thing that you spoke about, sir, that was very um, registered heavily with me was you spoke about um, staying in the place of the spirit as a safe space, right? So in those times of um, maybe heaviness or weaknesses, right? You spoke about um, you know using you know praying in the spirit, speaking in tongues um, as a way to um, run into safety, almost, right? So. It was almost a way of you were you were teaching it almost as a place of running into safety, right? So you were saying that ultimately staying in the spirit is the safest place that an individual can stay in, right? So that was something that I really took away um, in terms of the teaching last week, sir. Thank you so much, Tommy. Thank you. That was really that was that was really nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uncle Jimmy, you can go now, sir. Uh, good, good evening, sir. Good evening, everybody. Um, okay, I'll just uh, I'll add a bit to what Tammy and, and I can have said. Um, I believe um, last week we began to look at the conversation of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, but you started with um, just, you know, describing few things about that person, that third person of the, the Godhead. And um, we're just seeing that um, you, there's an emphasis about um, his mandate of coming inside us, right? Mm-hmm. At the, um, what, what, what I would call like our introduction to the faith pretty much, because you said once we give our life to Christ, then we have him in a measure. And mm-hmm. um, you majored a lot on the fact that um, that should be a consciousness that we should live with. I think you even sang a song of, you know, inside me, Yahweh is inside me, right? So just, you know, reminding us that there is a um, a mighty personality on our inside and um, just a consciousness we should have and that he has things to say to us. He has um, information to give to us, right? And um, you, were, you also majored on the fact that um, the Holy Spirit is, is given for everybody. However, there is a requirement of new birth involved. Um, in, in in giving him that permission to be able to come inside you. And then you said there is no getting to God without the Holy Spirit because you were, you were saying something about the fact that there were people that did not have the Holy Spirit in this manner um, who were able to get to heaven. But you said getting to God, that we cannot get to God without the Holy Spirit. And then um, I believe towards the end of the class, you began to um, 
then move into the conversation of um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit um, with the evidence of, you know, speaking in tongues. And, um, you know, you were just also encouraging us that that is something that we should exercise ourselves in and it should not be like a foreign thing to us. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. That was very, very detailed. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. So I think Okutolu also raised up his hand. I, I wouldn't mind if he has anything for us. Uh, actually, it was me. Oh, um, okay. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. Good evening, sir. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Um, I think Sir Jimmy, Tammy, and um, Akan have pretty much covered most of it. But I think the thing that stood out to me the most was obviously the song, The Away is Inside Me. But some other things that I remember that we spoke about last week was um, the person of who the Holy Ghost is. We were talking of how he's the spirit of God and the spirit of truth. And we were also seeing how he's the gift of God. Well, the Holy Spirit is the gift of God to believers. And then we know that the believers that they were talking about are God's children. And that really what the work of the Holy Ghost in us is, is really for redemption. Um, Yeah. And then towards the end, I remember you talking about how we can gain life by engaging the Holy Spirit and mm. pretty much like what we should try to do in this season is just to, you know, engage the person of the Holy Spirit that has been um, given to us by God. Thank you so much. Yeah. So refreshing hearing you guys and listening to everyone, you know, giving that with those feedbacks, like, to me, it just looked like I should I should listen today, like <laughs> not not even preach at all because or teach because ah, I don't I don't even feel like <laughs> but yeah necessity is laid on us so I will do that. Um, Thank you all for the contribution. I also appreciate my pastors, Pastor Jeff, Pastor Femi, Pastor Bukumi. Good evening, sirs. I really appreciate you. Thank you, pastors, for entrusting this in my hands. I, I'm not taking it lightly and for granted. And I, I pray that um, I will do well. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so last week, like we said, we looked at um, who the Holy Ghost is, or yes, who the Holy Ghost is, and we also looked at the initial work of the Holy Spirit at New Birth. Then we spoke about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I, I remember also that um, I spoke about speaking with tongues and evidence of the Holy Ghost baptism. And uh, I also talked about the fact that Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. So God gave him to us as the Spirit, his Spirit that is going to bring us to him. You know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Then God gave us the Spirit for of truth. So we have inside us the Spirit of truth. So... Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jane. 
So the spirit of truth and the spirit of truth is that spirit that would guide us into all truth. Jesus said, I will not leave you alone, comfortless. Meaning that anybody that doesn't have the Holy Ghost, he doesn't have comfort in this present life. So it's a very important entity of, of the Godhead that God has decided to share with us. And uh, not just him alone that they want to share with us. They want to share all of themselves with us. But Holy Ghost is the first sharing. And anybody that can maximize the Holy Ghost well and follow the Holy Spirit well, you know, would is uh, making his abode, his temple ready. You know, the temple is our body, which is we are making our body ready for the for the um, coming or the taking him of the Father and the Son, or for for them to see us as a place where they can dwell safely. So, Holy Ghost is more like. Um, um, the spirit that can guide us until our vessels or our vessels, that's all of us, are completely holy, pure enough to accommodate God and his son. Because the truth is God, um, when they send Holy Ghost somewhere, it is um, like I said it last week, we were able to look at Ephesians. Ephesians 1 that talked about the fact that it's a down payment, you know, and um, so the Bible calls it the earnest of our inheritance, you know, until the redemption of the purchased possession. Verse 13 of chapter 1 says, In whom also, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye are the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So the promise, like I said last week, is eternal life. Or, you know, so the promise, the reason why you can serve God or serve our Lord Jesus is, or the reason you would ultimately be able to be a good servant of them is because you had Holy Ghost, or sorry, let me not say had. You have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you that is able to guide you in that path or in truth. You know, so um, the reason why we'll be able to do the course of servitude, you know, that servitude that uh, Romans talked about, you know, while you are able to depart from sin, is Holy Ghost that can guide you, you know, from that can help you to depart, really. And I remember talking about my story, how I, you know, I, I spoke about the fact that people give their life to Christ several times and then they take it back. And I used myself as an example. And, uh, and then I was talking about how I gave my life to Christ. The very first day I gave my life to Christ. Second day I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And then I started preaching, like, right immediately, you know, just telling people about the goodness of God. I remember talking about the fact that we cry for some people, you know, and just sharing that experience for you to, for us to know or see how that experience can actually launch a new day for a person. And, you know, and just 
produce a kind of reality that you know needed to be cultured you know and um, some people had that experience and they they really did not have a further like culturing that helped them to be able to use that experience to culminate into further experiences because that's the essence of the holy spirit amen amen oops i hope you can hear me i hope i'm so i'm just trying to recap some of the things that yeah we learned last week and um, some of the things that i said and i remember also talking about the fact that holy spirit is um, is inside of us and we must be really really conscious of that and i also spoke um, from the book of i think um, is it second corinthians 3 Sorry, 1 Corinthians 3, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 1 Corinthians 3. And then I was talking about our body being the temple of the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit. Yes, and I talked about the fact that, um, now to, is it, is it 1 Corinthians 3? Yes, I think so. So yes, 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16, I said, you know ye not that your body, ye, that Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwelleth in you. And then I spoke about the fact that, you know, our body is not for fornication and that if anyone takes his body to fornicate, meaning that you are taking Holy Ghost to there, you understand? And I, I, I remember saying that as I'm doing this recap, the thing just kept coming back to my mind. I don't know why. That's why I have to mention it. So, amen. 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 Yeah. So today we'll just quickly go back to our manual and then we'll take it up from where we stopped. Last week, um, I think I ended it on the note of speaking with tongues and evidence of the Holy Ghost baptism. All right. Now, I think the last, some of the last things I mentioned was... Um, the works of the Holy, Holy Ghost at new birth and at the baptism of the Holy Ghost are two distinct experiences. So the former is for salvation of our spirit and the second, which comes with the evidence of speaking with tongues, is, is an invitation of our soul to come into the realm of the spirit. You know, so um, he says that the, the works of the Holy Ghost at new birth and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So that that baptism of the Holy Ghost is the invitation. You know, that invites our soul, you know, to come into the realm of the Spirit, and that's where you know, to a degree, you come alive. You you begin to, you know, like you begin to become aware. There is this consciousness that the baptism of the Holy Ghost does for, for us. And um, I'd like to read a scripture before I go to speaking with tongues. 
and evidence. Let's just open our Bible to Act. Act 19. Act 19 from verse 1. Um, I don't know if Wesley is here. He can read for me. Or if he's not here, Betty, you can read for me. Did you say Betty? Wesley, I started with Wesley. Okay. Okay, sir. Good evening. Yes, Wesley. I greet you, sir. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so you said, you said Acts chapter 19, verse... From verse 1. Okay. It says, um, and it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples... He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have no so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto whom, unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Hold on, hold on. So it means that people can even be baptized unto something. He said, Unto what then? Were ye baptized? I like that word. You know, so people can be baptized onto something. You get like, so it means that Holy Ghost is a kind of water too. Mm-hmm. That, yes. you know, souls can be immersed into or baptized into. Do, do you get me? So, and when you say Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit, I like that word, Holy Spirit. I also like it as Holy Ghost. It means that that ghost is holy. Yes, sir. And it can accommodate souls. You know, so, you know, all of those things, uh, Wesley, it shows something that God has something in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is in the mind of God is to make us holy. You understand? So, without that Holy Ghost, Souls cannot be holy. So I, I want you to think out with me, like if we don't eventually become holy, after Holy Ghost, after we have been baptized into the Holy Ghost, into that baptism of the Holy Ghost, eh, mm-hmm. what will make us holy again? You, ah. get, you get me? Nothing. There will be no holiness. There is no holiness outside that thing or outside that spirit. You understand? So I want to say that Holy Ghost is a kind of blessing. Yes. It is not just a kind, it's blessing. You understand me now? So I, I'm just trying to emphasize that because I just saw something there. You know, so he said, he said unto them, have ye received the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Because he knows that he cannot even begin to teach Christ mm-hmm. if there is no baptism in place. Mm. So we can also say that the baptism of Christ or the teaching of Christ is a kind of holiness. Mm. You know, you get what I'm trying to say. That teaching is what Holy Ghost takes to holify us. Let me use that word, you know, to make us holy, to, to begin to purify us for that. But let me not take it far. 
But let me stay at the brink of that water, that baptism. So that word baptism is what I want us to see. And I just want to emphasize that. So he said, unto what? Meaning mm. that what opens you up to a realm is what you have been baptized into. Yes, sir. So you can never cross into the realm of holiness if this thing doesn't happen. Mm. Or if this baptism does not happen. Do you get what I'm trying to say, Wesley? Yes, sir. You know, just a thinker. Let's continue verse, verse 4. Okay. Then, then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on whom which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. Oh, hold on, hold on. So we saw the John's baptism. Apart from the water, it was immersing people. He was also saying. Yes, sir. So the baptism is actually saying. Yes, he was saying. He was he was immersing them into repentance. Yes, he was repenting them by his baptism. Let me use that word. Just permit me. Yes. Like he was throwing them into something. It's called the water of repentance. Yes. So the thing that was coming from John was, was a kind of, of readiness. Uh, he was making them ready for something higher. Yeah. Or let's say like this for holiness. Yes. You get so what Jesus came to what he brought, he said he would baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So you see the dimension. So that the baptism of the Holy Ghost has something to do with Christ. Hmm. Or let me say it very well. Let me repeat it. It has a lot to do with Christ. Okay. Do you understand me now? So, so that's why even if a man uh, is baptized in the Holy Ghost and doesn't move into this zone called Christ, mm. uh, maybe you can explain it English. He, he has been shortchanged. He didn't. He didn't allow that. What mm. the essence of that spirit, what that promise is for. Yes to be fulfilled or the essence of that spirit to happen. What, what they actually, what the baptism was meant for, you know, mm -hmm. and people, people really can go through life like that. And they will never come into that, you know, the real reason why that happened. Let's continue. Let's just continue. Okay. Um, verse, verse five, it says, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. You see that? He said they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So you see, the baptism of the Holy Ghost has something to do. Oh, sorry. He said when they, heard, when they heard this, they were baptized. Continue in the name of the Lord Jesus. Continue. Sorry. Verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. And they speak with tongues and prophesied. And prophesied. He says, and all these men were about 12. Yes. You, you get. Yes, sir. Continue. Just read to you. We get to 10. Just yes. stop. 10. Verse 8. And, and he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing <laughs> and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. <laughs> 
But when divers were hardened and believed not, but speak evil of that way before the multitude, he <laughs> departed from them and separated the disciples, disputing <laughs> daily in the school of one Tyrannus. <laughs> and this continued by the space of two years, so that all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. Thank you. So you see that he had to take the disciples away to a school called the School of Tyrannus, like, you know, and they began to teach them because some people resisted that thing. But the disciples there, don't forget, if you read verse 7, we said, and all the men were about 12. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that that's the only disciples, but those ones that were baptized were also part of the disciples. Yes. Because the discipling is actually teaching them the name of Jesus. So that was the first initiation into the kingdom, you know, began to expound the kingdom of God. So meaning that that baptism qualifies men for yeah. kingdom teaching. Yeah. Amen. 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 So you, you see that there. So, so but... You see, Jesus, uh, Paul couldn't do, do, he could not walk well without moving them from John's baptism into another baptism. So I, I, I hope you get what I'm trying to say this evening. So the movement has to happen. Yes, for, for that teaching, just imagine you, you want to preach to an unbeliever now, you are preaching Christ. Mm. You are wasting time. Do you understand? You are discussing with unbeliever and you are discussing Christ. Or you are discussing with a believer that doesn't have Holy Spirit. You are discussing Christ. Mm. You see, let me tell you something. You see, there is a kingdom, something. There is a, you know, just be telling him, you know, there is, um, there, there are the manora. They be saying all of those kind of things, you know. That person doesn't need all of that. Mm. So the first thing is let them get baptized first. Amen. Amen. So we saw here that Paul did something. He moved them into another place. And that place is more like uh, verse 6 says, And when Paul had laid, hands, laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. Meaning that we can convey the Holy Ghost baptism via laying on of hands. Right. So, and then, but the sign of it was that they speak with tongues and prophesied. Yeah. And I remembered last week, I talked about me speaking in tongues and also prophesying. Yes, so some people might not even prophesy. Some people would just speak with tongues. is <clears throat> very much allowed and is available Another place I want us to read, apart from this place, is Act, Act 10. Act 10. Where should we take it from? We, we know the story of how God, you know, how Colonius was uh, yes. a, 
a devout man. And um, the Bible says, one that feared God, verse 2, with all his house, mm -hmm. which gave alms to the people and prayed to God always. But, you know, all of these things that he was doing was good. Mm. You know, but there was still, he's still limited. Mm. That's what I'm trying to establish before we continue today. Now, I want us to see the, 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 the intention of me going this route this evening. I want us to see what God has given us. Mm. Do you understand? I'm not commonize the, the only ghosts that you carry. As in, his, his aim is to move us into all the realm there is in God. That's what, that's where God is a holy God. Mm. You know, we don't really know what holiness is or what is holy. You know, you know, at times it sounds to me that why will the four and twenty elders and the beasts in the front of the throne shouting, holy, 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 holy is the Lord God of you know, the holy holy means sounds like holy holy. Yes, we know it's holy. You know, I don't know, maybe it sounds like that to you, Wesley. Like holy, 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 holy. Mm -hmm. Okay. But there is something about that holy, holy, holy. I think mm -hmm. it was Pastor Jeff I was ministering to us in one of the meetings uh, before the this last meeting we had in, in order, as in it was the prayer meetings, and he was talking about that holy holy thing you know it was it was describing it and i was really blessed from that meeting but i'm trying to also make us see that what makes them shout holy oh holy holy oh holy holy is something is a is a reality that it can only be is a customized reality you get what I'm trying to say? You you know it if you experience it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand? So it becomes a convicted or a convicted thing or chant. It's yeah. not just something you say. When you say it and you don't know it, it doesn't have the weight that those angels are using to pass it across or much more than that. And the spirit of holiness can bring us there. Mm. You know, only, only, only is not just clean. It's beyond being clean. Mm. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Is a, I'm looking for words, you know, to describe it. But so, so a devout man, one that feared God with all his house, which gave harms to the people, prayed to God always, yet is not holy. You know, like that doesn't make him holy. Even though we can quote that and say the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So there is a kind of wisdom he has that is not holy wisdom. Even though he knows that God is to be feared. Yeah. <laughs> but the blessing that he needs to come into. And oh. God didn't exempt him from that blessing, even though he's doing all of these things. Prayed always. So, so you cannot, um, 
maybe I should say this. That's why you cannot say uh, you are Muslim. You are serving the same God. You get. Let me let me bring it to context. Like, mm-hmm. do you understand? You cannot now say, ah, we are serving this because the truth is that some of those Muslims even pray more than a lot of us. Yes, they pray five times daily. And they don't pray the way we pray. You know, we will pray. At times, you lie down on your bed. You lie down under your bed. You get, you ride your car. You are inside the bathroom. But these guys, when they are praying, they kneel down and then they are bowing their head, eating it to the crown. Like, this God needs to be reverenced. How many times in our own lifetime? I can't even say the time I've done that. Mm. That maybe I'm before God, I'm now being holy, holy, and then I'm eating my head on the ground. You get like, hmm. you get what I'm trying to say. Exactly. And all of that, doing that to God doesn't move God one bit. You are yeah. eating your head on the ground, and then the front of your forehead is black forever. It doesn't move God. Do you understand? It doesn't, it doesn't touch anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, a devout man. I like that word, devout man. One that feared God. With all his house. It means that he's, he commands his house the way he commands army. You know, the, uh, how many of us, like, you know, a lot of us, uh, some of us, we are not parents, but yet, maybe, you know, maybe the day you become a, a, a you know, like some of us, we teach our child to, to, to know God. But, but, you know, the Bible says, he, with all his house, like, there is a fear in the house of God. Everybody fear God inside the house. Yes. That's a very, he's a great man, right? But I also know that that thing also has something that, you know, he called God because of his heart. So let's, let's try and look at the conversation, you know. So maybe God now sat down and uh, maybe an angel just came back from a movement. You know, all these angels, they just travel around. And then that day, that angel, you know, move around that room side. And then, ah, and then he saw this man, like, ah, this guy. And then just went back on after the mission. Then I was like, daddy, <laughs> your boy is just they come from one mission. They get one guy, you know, around that room, room side. This one, where only goes not day, you know. Holy Ghost is now in in the in head on head. Don't you think that this man, you know, mm. you know, okay. I'm just saying angel. But I know it must be Jesus, you know, but I'm just I'm just using it as a, just praying for him and just looking at him and say, we need to bless this man really because if he continues like this, he's he's still a is a somewhere yeah. you understand or oh, he's still in sin that those things doesn't move God like I said so God needed to now have mercy on him and then you know that was how God transported the gospel not just to because we also saw Philip meeting a man although that was the sovereignty of God moving the gospel to Gentiles but I'm just trying to show us something yeah. that Colonius needed to come into that baptism and his household for all of their sacrifices to truly be acceptable before God. Meaning that anything a man does outside Holy Ghost, 
is not an acceptable sacrifice. Really, is not is not is not going anywhere. Amen. Okay, so let's not go into our manual this evening. I, I just need to say that now. God has truly blessed us with you know something that we should not take lightly. We should always you know be conscious of of God's spirit in us, uh, knowing fully well that you know. That is the spirit that would move us into all, you know, all of God's blessing and all that, you know, God has proposed for us in himself. Amen. So speaking with tongues and evidence of the Holy Ghost, baptism. The most important sign of the infilling of the Holy Ghost is speaking with new tongues. And we establish it from that scripture we read. That even after that, the Holy Ghost came upon them. In Ant, as in the first time at the upper room, what happened? They spoke with new tongues. The Bible says they spoke with tongues, you know. And um, in Acts 19, it said they spoke with tongues and then they prophesied. So a, a sign, it says the most important sign is speaking with new tongues, you know. This is what anyone who seeks this experience ought to possess. Other instance or shortly after being prayed for, you know, either instantly, sorry, or shortly after you have been pray, prayed for. Speaking with tongues is scriptural and should not be lightly <clears throat> extinct because of the reason of the following reasons. It is a sign that follows those who believe. Um, Wesley, read Mark 16, verse 17 for me. Okay. Mark, 16. Mark 16, 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. So... In my name, they shall cast out devils. In my name, he said, they shall speak with new tongues. So new tongues is a sign that you are a believer. Yes. yes. Every believer must possess it. So if somebody said, I'm a believer, and doesn't believe in speaking in tongues, we need to check that belief as in what does the person really believe? Mm-hmm. What kind of believer is this? You know, I was talking about the fact that I was born a Catholic and we used to defend Mary. And, mm. you know, but I don't believe in speaking with tongues. So you get, they need to check my, my belief system. Besides, they need to, because that's, a, that's a, not a correct, I, I rather defend, I, sorry, let me not say that. I, we defend Mary more than Holy Ghost. The other side, we don't even care about it. Besides, we, we, I remember we mock those that speak in tongues. Wow. And that was why that morning when they were speaking in tongues and people were praying to become end time army, me, I was saying, Hail Mary, full of grace. So you see that I had issues. There were issues that needed to be corrected. But we don't correct such issues by telling the person you are saying nonsense or you should not do that. It's just by, for example, <clears throat> I remember those days while I was in school and I'm preaching, 
Anytime I meet a, meet a Muslim and I pray to the Muslim or somebody that has a contrary belief, I don't really tell them about, I don't argue about their belief. I just tell them that you believe in Jesus, will you accept him as your Lord and Savior? Let's just pray this prayer. If you can pray the sinner's prayer with me, and then immediately I just lay hands on you, you receive the Holy Ghost. It's not, I'm not going to try and be arguing, maybe Mary is the one or not. By the time Holy Ghost hits you, then we can start talking from there. Afterwards, mm-hmm. we can start having another conversation. Do you understand? So the simplest way to getting people out of some of those arguments or um, what did the Bible call it? It says on un- ending genealogies or mm-hmm. fables, things that are not, mm-hmm. things that doesn't gender salvation you get. So instead of you talking about those things, why don't you move those people? And if they are not willing to move, then just leave them because there is nothing to gain from such conversation. Mm-hmm. So you don't need that kind of a conversation. So, but a sign that you are a believer is that you speak with new tongues. Mm-hmm. That's a sign. So it's a token. It's a token of Pentecost. So the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with, evidence of speaking in tongues was one of the signs that followed the Pentecost experience and one that is constantly being experienced by believers afterwards. At the upper room, a mighty rushing wind filled the room and cloven tongues of fire rested upon the disciples. After which they began to speak with other tongues. So we may not have the two experience, first two experiences, mighty rushing wind and cloven tongues when we are prayed for. But speaking with tongues or speaking with other tongues is a must for all, all. There is no other instance in the entire scripture apart from Act 2 where there was a mighty rushing wind mm-hmm. with physical cloven tongues of fire resting on believers when they were baptized. But one thing is constant. They all spoke with other tongues. So tongues is the token of the Pentecost experience in the New Testament. I want us to read Act 1. Um, Read for me. Acts Act one. two one. Acts two one. Okay. No, Act one. I'm not saying Act two. Oh, okay. Act, Act one from Act. verse from verse seven. From verse seven. <clears throat> okay. And he said unto them, mm-hmm. "It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in His own power, but ye shall receive power." After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Of the earth. So the Holy Ghost is also the giving of something. 
What did Jesus say they would receive when the Holy Ghost come upon them? Power. 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 You know, like I, I feel like telling everybody to shout power. You know, like I, I've mm. got the power you get. So, <laughs> so amen. 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 So it means that this is simply this simply means um Wesley that you've got power. Brian, you have power. Now I'm not just saying it to it's not motivational speaking. Do you understand? Not motivation. You can do it. You can know. This is not you can do it. I'm not trying to coerce you. Mm. I'm telling you what you got based on what Jesus said. It's not me that said it. So, mm. you, you understand what I'm trying to say? I'm just, I'm just saying what one of the person of the Godhead said concerning mm. another person of the Godhead. <laughs> oh, my, my. You get what I'm trying to say, Wesley. So now, so what is, so it means that any time, he said you will receive power, but one of the signs that power come is tongues. Yeah, that's where I'm going. I'm trying to tie power to something. So anytime you pray in tongues, remember that you have power. Yes, yes. Do you understand? It's a sign that God has put power to witness him. Mm. You know, everywhere you go, right. you can show God even at a level. And you can show him in his fullness if you come into all of the fullness of him. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. But I want us to hold this somewhere. I have power. You see, I, I think, you know, you know, I like, you know, when you, oh, I like this word. But ye shall receive power. You know, maybe Jesus was. You know, there is a way they speak Hebrew in Hebrew. When you hear an Hebrew man talking, it's, 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 it carries power. Yes, in itself. I believe when Jesus was communicating to them, they understand the import of it hmm. from that language. Peter, somebody that just, somebody that just came out from, sorry, somebody that just resurrected, came out from the grave. They didn't hold him down. Eh? Hmm. Brian, do you think that you would, you would, if you, if you, if you, if you doubt such person, then great is the problem that you have, or we have. Yes, sir. I don't know what you guys saying. Imagine someone just came out of the grave a few days ago and tell you that you will receive power. Mm. You understand? You say, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Ordinary people that didn't come out of the grave, sir, in Nigeria, they will tell people to be flogging ground. I don't know how they tell them. They will, they will tell them to carry gun, you know, spiritual gun. That is not physical. Shoot your enemy. They will bring Cain to church and they will be flogging ground. All your enemies. And everybody will be flogging it. Some people will be marching ground. You know, in those days, they, 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 oh God, they, they, they told us in those days, 
that you know Satan has fallen for God, uh, mashama, and we will be marching in the as if it's the Satan gonna go. How did they get us there? <laughs> you understand? It means that they have some kind of power mm. for them to be able to move us to that zone. Mm. And we were so gully, we were masha, masha, sit and go for, for God, masha, masha. As you go wrong, go from wrong, come back, for God. Short goes scatter. as if there is one move of the spirit. You get like, for, for God, masha, masha. And we are singing for, for God. And, and if Satan was there, so Satan too would be dancing with us. I don't fall for God. <laughs> we will be really digging it like, you know, masha, masha. Yes, and it didn't change anything. You still go back the same way you came, like, you know. And with that, uh, we are suspecting your neighbor that is the standard spare for God. Uh, Satan too is still, still slapping my head. You know? Yes, sir. Hmm. They, didn't, they didn't come out of the grave. Mm. They didn't resurrect. No, not nothing like that man that was talking on that day hmm. is is that is the that's the power of God. Gun, gun. Yeah. Do you understand? Is is everything besides the whole heaven is waiting for him? As at the time he was saying that, you know, he said, But he shall receive power. I want us to believe that, you know. I want us to believe it. I have power on the inside of me. And that's why we sang last week, you know, that inside me, there's something inside of me. You understand, is 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 power. You know, mm. amen. Let's let's continue. Let's continue. If there is anything that we have to take away from here, I have power. Can you say to yourself, I have power? Power. Because, power. because I have received power. Yes. Yes, sir. yes. The day the Holy Ghost was given, I have power. I've received power. So anytime I'm speaking with tongues or speaking in tongues, I'm speaking power too. Hmm. Yes, I'm speaking something from power. What? Yes, sir. Mm. You know, I, I mentioned it last week while I was talking. I said the day I started speaking with tongues, I at some point I began to doubt it. And I went to my mentor and he said to me, He said, speak more. He said, The reason why you are doubting it is because Satan is the one bringing the doubt. Yeah. Because that thing you are doing is affecting him. Also. And he doesn't like it. We will see it as we continue the, this, this study. You will see how your prayers, when you stay praying in the spirit, is much more effective. Mm. Let's continue. It is a sign that is a sign to them that are without. So unbelievers can read the Bible, pray, even talk like us, but speaking with tongues is an impossible activity they cannot dare. Okay, so um, for example, besides, if you look at Colenius, I believe Colenius in his days, as at that time, is more devout than a lot of even believers mm -hmm. as at that time. Because based on the, the 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 things that were written about him and how it was written out in the Bible, because for for his name to enter Bible, 
Hmm. It's ordinary. Ah. Yes. Yes. For that soul, for, for heaven to move that name into Bible. Colinus bought a lot for himself just by his activity. Hmm. You understand? And God really saw something. And that's why I said he, he, that thing, it, it touched heaven. Hmm. That's why I was just trying to describe an angel going before the Lord and saying, ah, Baba, or maybe it was even God that called one of the angels and said, ah, see this, uh, see Colinus. He said, that the guy, they shake it lit. <laughs> understand Italian band. You don't just be. He's not just a centurion. He's not just a soldier. But he's a good man. Yeah. Yes. And everyone, everyone felt it. So yeah. if there's anybody to start experimenting Holy Ghost with, mm. or to start the giving of Holy Ghost, with, is this kind of man. This kind of man has potential to get God. Mm. Wow. With this is. With, with this is the um, his tenacity is for spiritual things. The Bible says he feared God. He didn't fear God. You know, it means that anybody that doesn't fear God in his house, eh, he's going to show the person pepe. <laughs> you understand? So, so he, there is a way he carries himself that every soul in the house must align. Mm. Is is almost close to the testimony of Abraham. Mm. Uh, the Bible says he would teach all of his household mm. uh, to, to about God. You know, just paraphrasing. Like he, there is a way Abraham to teaches his household. He makes his household knows that this is the standard in this house. There is no there is no dropping it. There is a law that runs Abraham's house. The same way with this man. But this man was a Gentile. Hmm. As in, isn't it, isn't it, you know, so if there is anywhere to look, I want to go to Gentile nation. Do you understand? Apart from the fact that, you see, there is also something God looks in men. Just like that man, the, uh, what's the name of that man that Philip met is they call him the Ethiopian eunuch. Mm. He was all studying Bible. There is something about them. They are looking for something. And then God had to move in that direction. So, so I'm saying that to say that he was a believer. He was an unbeliever. He was doing all of those things. Still doesn't qualify him. But yet, you have to be, he has to be moved into you know, um, receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit and then speaking in tongues. So I'm saying that it is a sign to them that are without. Unbeliever can read the Bible, pray, even talk like us, but speaking with tongues is an impossible activity they cannot dare. It is always an unresolved puzzle that will dazzle the mind of the unsaved. The disciples, the disciples speaking with other tongues drew the attention of the Jew or Jews that came for the Feast of Pentecost such that 3,000 3, souls were added to the church. So we could see here that is also like a sign that attracts, you know, souls 
like what's happening here, you know, and but now it's, it's more like even some unbelievers speak in tongues now. They even they even make joke out of it, you know, and that is that's very that's pathetic because when a soul does that, it can automatically shut that soul out of that blessing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. You know. Okay, so it is a culture or norm in the church. The 12 disciples, oh sorry, the 12 apostles who are the fathers of the Christian faith were in the upper room on the day of Pentecost. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with tongues or other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Paul, in his epistle to the Corinthians, clearly states that he spoke in tongues more than they all. First Corinthians 14, verse 18. He says, so if speaking with tongues is, is good for Peter, James, John, and Paul, then it is good for us all. Yes, so these men wrote about 80% of the New Testament. You know, I like that word. You know, Paul saying, I speak in tongues more than Yeho. You know, it shows that he engaged the power much more. And we could see the amount of work that God used him to do, right? Yes. So, yeah. So, so that thing called, I, I remember there was a time we used to do, we prayed tongues, you know, for one hour every day in my mentor's room while I was in, while I was in school those days. And I think it's part of the practice I need to also take up again, you know. These days I pray in tongues just just randomly. I just pray, 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 pray. If I if I am conscious again, I pray, I pick it up anytime and pray. It's good, it's a very good practice. I heard it from our daddy, Reverend Kennedy again. You know, so he just prays, he just prays while you are moving, while you are just pray, just pray. The good thing is you don't have to pray in understanding. If you forget again, many times you remember again, pray. Because that's how you can pray without ceasing. Yeah. Uh, that's how you can even pray in tongues more than all, all of us, or more than ye all. Let's use that word. So you will not be able to pray in tongues more than ye all if you don't pray without ceasing. Yes, you can't because you have activities. So, but the good thing about it is that you can be working on your system and be praying in tongues. Mm -hmm. If you forget again, if maybe Excel something, take your mind away, or Outlook, one email, something takes your mind away. You can still, anytime your mind comes back again, you know, you should not leave your mind just wondering about. Okay. Anyhow, when you see your mind wandering, pray. Mm. Do, do, do you understand? The, yes. the, the, the wickedness that Satan did has done for this, our generation, is that he gave us 
social media and then gave us, you know, Netflix, all of those things. I'm not saying it's bad in itself, you can watch it. But, you know, if we look at it vividly, if you are not somebody that has used the spirit web, those things are unnecessary weights. You understand? Or if you are somebody that cannot manage your spiritual life, let me use that word because there's our life is entirely should be entirely spiritual. You know, but I'm just using that word well, you know, to put it in context, to manage your life well spiritually. If you put all of those things around you, you just find out that the old day has gone. Yes. You didn't pray, you didn't study, you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You were moving from work to social media, from social media back to work. You know, so you will not be able to, to engage New Testament well. Because the men who wrote it, they are tongue speakers. You get what I'm saying? So they, 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 this book is, is, let me use the word conjure or conjured with spirits. Yes, sir. You, you understand what I'm saying, um, Wesley? So they, they, there's something they did that, that thing is a spiritual work. It's not just, we can take it further and say it's not just spiritual, it's a divine work. But you get what I'm trying to say, but is is a kind of power that brought out this book. Yeah. You understand? So you cannot engage it with mind. Mm-hmm. You can't just open Bible and say you read it. That Bible will read you. <laughs> Do you understand? So it's not something you can just say, I want to. So at times, even when you want to open it, you have to spend some time at Kota Theater, at Jabaleko. You have to also do like a kind of sacrifice. Mm. You understand? Mm. Pour a kind of oblation. Like you don't just enter it anyhow at Jabaleko. You have to knock the door because yeah. it's a spirit. It has to open to you. Because the men who wrote it prayed for, for long. Mm. Do you understand? They prayed not in understanding, in tongues. So those things they were saying has something to do with everlasting ink. Let mm. me use that word. Or you understand what I'm trying to say? It's a it's it's a it's a ink from God. That ink is the life of Jesus. Wow. Which is the blood of Jesus. So they needed to, to trace the blood. Do you think it's easy to walk with Jesus for? How many of you have done things? Maybe after three or four years, and they asked you to come and write those things down, and you remember them. Hmm. And you're able to write it down exactly the way all those things that them John, then they, they wrote in Matthew, all of those things. You think they were ordinary? That they just remember because, uh, yes, Jesus said they were going to remember. The Spirit will bring remembrance to them. Okay. They must have been in the Spirit. Yes, yes. Imagine maybe Matthew. Jesus said he, uh, he will remember when the Holy Ghost came upon you. And then he's now living a furious life, watching Netflix. 
<laughs> and then you get what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just showing us an example. Like maybe you just lie down and then watching Netflix and then just just chilling, drinking juice, and you know. <laughs> they needed to take them through some hardship, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, sometimes some of those hardships just bring bring them to pray. <laughs> Have you ever seen problem before? Just be praying. God, may God not let you see problem. Or even me, I don't. At times, you know, last week after ministration, minister Sunday, Monday, eh, it's just like the whole the whole head just broke loose. Mm. As in, I was just like, what's happening? You know, when I spoke to my wife, my wife said, oh, it's just, it's just Satan. You know, like, it's just Satan. Because, you know, you cannot minister. There are some ministration. At times when I see Pastor Jeff finish ministering, the next thing I do for him is just, I just pray for him, Lord, mm. in the name of Jesus. You know, when you see some of your pastors, even our pastor in Nigeria, I just pray for them. Don't just see us. He's not, we are not shining. You get what I'm trying to say? It's not that we are shining. Ah, they know what. They get it. No. The Bible says because of the word says persecution. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, it says after the sower went to sow seed, Satan came. You don't get that. You think it's, it's a joke? Mm. It says Satan came to steal the word. As in, at times, you might be guiding the word. You use everything, cause trouble to make sure that <laughs> to make sure that that which you have received, you want to take it. Oh. Amen. 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 So, so that, that's the same thing I was saying. I think it was last week I was saying it that you want to you want to engage this this world of spirits. Like when you say when I say word of spirit, the word of God. Yes. Word of spirit. That each of those letters has something in God. Has yes. something to do in God. In God. Each, each, each line, each precept, each line. Each line, each line. That's how God is plenty. And mm. one line can deliver spirit, soul, body. Mm. One line, besides one word, just the formal treaty alone can do something, <laughs> can open a world. You, you, you get what I say? So Satan knows it. Satan wants to make sure that the mind is dull. Mm. So they too, they are, it's like an arsenal of warfare. Against the soul, they just open doors of amen. 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 I'm not trying to make anybody to be afraid, but I'm just trying to show us the so it's not something you just approach. So when they said you will receive power when they began to talk, because their their words shows their limitation anytime they talk. Yes, Acts 1, verse 5. For John truly baptized with. Uh, sorry, what did he say? He says, um, 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 uh, sorry, verse 6 says, he says, he says, when they were, when they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? The kingdom to Israel, sorry. 
you see them asking questions and you can see limitations. Yeah. Do you understand? So they, they, they summarize they summarize things to the natural quickly. Yes, you know, they just they just conclude their conclusions are ephemeral. It is is man's way of concluding things or grass way of concluding flesh conclusions. You just yes. think. And that's how and even us at times, you know, we might think oh, we are hearing, you know, revelation, we are hearing things. At times, our conclusion. That's why I don't want to think myself to be more highly than any one of you. You know, like maybe because at times you just catch your thoughts, mm. concluding matters wrongly. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Yes, you know, today I was still praying to God and say, God, make me meek, make me meek. Because, you know, I just look at myself at times. I, I catch myself in thoughts and I just like, ah. This is not a meek man's thoughts. How would I be thinking like that? Wow. You, you get what I'm trying to say? But Shebi is because even we, we are now able to, because we have some level of judgment. Yeah. That's why you are even able to think like that. Yes, Maybe somebody wants to ask Jesus in this time and he's feeling like I'm asking correct question. Hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? Like uh, if I just ask Pastor Jeff this question now, Pastor Jeff will just look at me as somebody that has ah, right now I've moved forward spiritually. Or maybe you are an admit and say, if I just ask Pastor Terry this thing now, bagger, if I throw it down, they will see that my judgment has changed, I've grown. <laughs> Immediately you just start bagger. Yes, that's what they give you. you just see yourself as ah, yes. um, uh, um, I should not have asked that question. You know, you just you don't know that ah. I found Busha. Yes, <laughs> has it ever happened to you before? It has happened to me before several times. Like, just talk to maybe you're talking to daddy. You just if I don't ask this question, I see this next question. And then you are using you are even using scripture. You know, the way this guy asks, say, when shall you restore the kingdom back to Israel? Because it's in the Bible. And the mm -hmm. kingdom is coming to be restored back, but that's not the issue. The mm. issue in even about the restoration of the kingdom is the giving of the Holy Ghost first. Mm. Huh. So don't worry, you will receive power. You will come into understanding because one of the things power does is that it brings understanding. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, it's a whole world of light, like you know, and that's a great message. You know, so judgment, standard, everything will be erased, erased. Things will be, you know, that's a zone of of highs. You know, they just begin to give you eyes and you know. But the truth is, because of the work that Satan has also done in the soul, God can want to give eyes with the Holy Ghost, and so can choose to re to reject it. That's another story. That's another thing for another day. Let's just continue. I just said I should drop that. So the reason why you should speak with tongues, you know, reason why. We should speak with tongues. You know, that's where I am right now. I'm, I want us to look at it. Evidence of the spirit indwelling or the spirit indwelling is an evidence of the spirit indwelling. Speaking with tongues is a supernatural evidence of the spirit indwelling. It is the initial evidence that follows 
the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's the first thing that follows it. When you say, if you say you are baptized in the Holy Ghost, then you have to speak in tongues. The scripture teaches us that when we are filled with the Holy Ghost, we speak with other tongues and the Holy Ghost gives utterance. In Canada, we call it utterance. Utterance. <laughs> I hope I'm, I hope my distant sister Abby would laugh at me very well. Like, like my Canadian, uh, what's it called? Accent. <laughs> there was a day she was just making jest of me. But I forgive you. <laughs> I've brought it before the brethren now. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, but, but what I'm saying is this, is that, so the utterance that Holy Ghost gives us, like when I came into EGFM, as in, it's so beautiful to, EGFM helped me to appreciate speaking in tongues more. You know, because, you know, the very first time I heard our daddy speaking with tongues, it was amazing. You know, he was like, uh, uh, you know, like we were being in the local tongue speaking dimension. Look how we are speaking in You know all those tongues that even when you like what's happening here? You know, like, your tongue is almost discouraging. You know, yes on tongues like that. It's okay. It's fine. I'm just I'm just making jest of my own self, you know, in those days. Yeah? You just say, Baruka Tabaka, Baruka Doka, Baruka, 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 Baruka. I said, what's happening here? <laughs> but when we came into EGFM, and then we began to hear tongues. Like that's when I begin to see that uh, men can speak tongues like angels. Hmm. Yes. That we can, men can sound like angels. Like I just said, our uh, dad is speaking. In Tongkon, I, I had Chinese tongue. He made me to see, ah, so this act wasn't joke. Mm. You know, like it was real. You know, all of those, the things that have happened to church over the years, Satan has beaten the church down in such a way that what should launch us more into God and make the Bible more of a reality to us have been watered down over time. Yes, <laughs> So you cannot really, uh, like you cannot really uh, maybe align it. Like you cannot really, how will I use that in English? Like you can't compare it. Like this is not looking like what I read in the Bible. Maybe mm -hmm. that Bible is just a story. You, you understand? But when you now see men praying in diversity of tongues, then you're not like, wow. You know, you just go back to Corinthians. I'm like, okay. And then you are going back to act. I'm like, yes. Uh -uh. You know? Yeah. I know that he prayed tongues like, you know, like, as I was hearing tongues, you know? And then I was like, wow. And then you see people giving tongues, interpretation, giving tongues, interpretation. Wow. This is Bible. This yeah. is Bible, man. Let me talk like Pastor... Pastor Thompson, <laughs> this is Bible, man. 
<laughs> you know, like, yeah, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. Okay. You know, so it makes the, the, the scripture come alive. You had Chinese tongue. Besides, I had Yoruba tongue. Yoruba tongue. Yeah. In Egypt, I've had Yoruba tongue. Yoruba. People have had their dialect. Let me say one Yoruba tongue that I emi 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 and you know I had witness in my spirit that it wasn't just it's not conjured it's not like somebody is just trying to say something it was it was carrying spirit emi 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 and I was feeling it like he spurred me to be praying to where I was. There was a day that there was this tongue that came in Igbo, and it was even mommy that even spoke that tongue. He was Igbo tongue. Yeah. He was shouting it in Igbo. And we knew he was tongue. You know, and there were days that we had Chinese tongue. On my wedding day, he was Reverend that officiated my rev my wedding. Reverend Kaadi Oyegoke and Reverend Busui. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> On my wedding day. And then our daddy, Reverend, began to speak in tongues. As in those tongues were too powerful. You know, he was, he was speaking in tongues and then he was prophesying at the same time. And he was telling me what I was thinking as he was, he was speaking and prophesying. As he was speaking, he picked it. He said, do not fear the future. Ceci, don't fear the future. Do not fear the future. I see your future. Your future is saturated with grace. I see future. I see your future. And as he was saying it, because I was afraid. Mm. As at that time, I held my wife. Nothing. No. You know when they say nothing, nothing. <laughs> I don't know where the next meal is going to come from. I'm carrying a woman. I want to marry. Like, I, my wedding was purely fit. Okay. So I was holding my wife in fear and I was looking at her and daddy just picked it and he started talking, prophesying and praying, speaking with tongues. I can't speak it like that, but he was just saying it. He, was, he filled the entire room, the presence of God. Everywhere was raptured so much power in the atmosphere and as she was saying those things I was crying you know this kind of cry where it's not the cry that you are crying small small I was sobbing mm. you understand I was crying I was I was sobbing with Kata you know that kind of serious cry. Uh, <laughs> cry I was I was crying he was just talking that uh, angels are coming to you I see angels plenty angels he was just talking you know that that thing I'm saying this to say that my dad he wasn't that born again then. He wasn't even really, really. He's a lover of God. He doesn't even go to church as at that time. That was in 2010. He started crying. Mm -hmm. My dad moved his car. He took, brought out his, um, um, what's it called, Anki. And he was so big too. He was crying. He was crying. Afterwards, I went back to my dad and said, Daddy, why are you crying? I saw you crying. He said, because I heard most of the, some of the things the man was saying. Mm -hmm. I was like, eh? You did what? He said, yes, I heard him. He was speaking some, some things in Spanish because my dad is, is well-traveled. 
He was speaking some things in Spanish. He was speaking some things in Hungary. I was oh. hearing them. And oh. he was about your future. He was hmm. talking about how great your future will be. I, I, start, I started another cry again. Like, are you serious? My own future. <laughs> you know, like, so it is true. Like, you know, like, and this person is not a believer like I was. Oh, he wasn't a believer like I, I, I am. Sorry, that's the word. Do you understand? Oh, like I was at that time, you know, but that I am. Do, do you get what I'm trying to say? So, but he was, he was attesting to those things that our daddy was saying. Isn't that powerful? Uh... That, Wesley, that amazed me. Do you understand that? So you see the power that is in this thing is what I'm trying to show us. Hmm. You know, there is a lot of energy or life that came as a result of that experience. And what happened to us was that it also um, increased our faith or helped us to believe God even more. And I tell you, two, three years down the line, most of the things that he said, you know, he didn't just say about my spiritual movement. He also talked about business. <laughs> yes, that's how potent that prophecy that came out of tongues was. As of that time, he said, I see customers. I see customers bringing things to you. I see men. I see, I see many, many customers. I see... I see them bringing money. He spoke about it specifically. They are bringing it to you. I see your future. I see your future. And I was like, wow. So, so, amen. Are we blessed this evening? Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, so we should not, we should not take it, we should not take it lightly. Tongues. Hmm. The Bible says, holy good, give utterance. You see those things that daddy was saying, he was uttering. He was uttering things that is going to happen by the Spirit. His Holy Spirit that gave it to him, that showed him, that spoke forth, giving him utterances. You know. Amen. So for edification, there's something I wanted to say, and I'm trying to remember. It just keeps me, but I'll, if I remember, I'll say it. Are we blessed this evening? Are, are, yes. we, are, are we really, really blessed? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. Okay, so, yes. So, for edification, the Greek meaning of edification, so the, the speaking in tongues is also for edification. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, for edification, the Greek meaning for edification is to build up or charge. So, speaking in tongues gives us the privilege of growing up or building up ourselves spiritually. So it means that if I engage speaking in tongues more, it hates building, it hates or helps my building up. So the someone that speaks in tongues more will be more sharper. Do you understand? In the spirit, that's someone that speaks it less. Mm -hmm. Yes. So for your building, you are able to accurately speak some things. Let's read on. He says the word in the word 
in other words, sorry, in other words, when we speak in tongues, we charge ourselves up like a battery. Like a battery. Maybe we should just read that uh, 1 Corinthians 14, Wesley. Read 1 Corinthians 14 for me. Read from verse, let's just read it. Let's read from verse 1 to 4. Let's just, I like reading. 1 Corinthians 14, 1 to 4, follow after charity mm-hmm. and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. Ye may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. How mm-hmm. in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Mm-hmm. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification, and exhortation and comfort. Mm-hmm. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth himself. I like that word, edifieth himself. So anytime you prophesy, is for the church. Mm-hmm. The Bible says in Philippians, it says we should look at the things of others mm-hmm. rather than our own thing. He said, let no man exalt himself as, as in let, let me read it. He said, we should not exalt our, he said, he said, he said, my joy. He said, let nothing be done in vain glory, in lowliness. He said, let each, let each esteem other better than themselves. That's what I want to say. Like, esteem another than you. He said, let not every man look on his own thing or yes. own things. Things there is your own things. He says, but every man also on others' things or on the things of others. You know, and there he was using Jesus as an example. Now, he said, when you prophesy, you edify the church. That's why it's good to prophesy. Right? He said, but rather, verse 1, he said, but rather that ye may prophesy, to desire spiritual gifts. I like that word. You know, I like it because it gives me a heart. That spiritual gift is meant to be desired. Mm-hmm. We should not look down spiritual gift. Maybe okay. your brother is prophesying and then he does like that. So it's okay to allow him to be in his space, but there is nothing wrong in you also desiring it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yes. You know, it's a good act or a good practice to see something that is spiritual under a a, a, under the guidance of our pastors, do you understand? Uh, you know, understanding what the spiritual is, you know, based on what First um, Corinthians twelve talked about. Said now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not rather that you be ignorant, or I will not have you ignorant. Do you understand? So God doesn't want us to be ignorant of spiritual things, right, or giftings of the spirit. Amen. Are we are we here? Yes, sir. Amen. Part of the gifting of the Spirit is speaking with tongues that came with the Holy Spirit. Prophecy is also part of it. Do you understand? So there is nothing wrong in you know, but it also has to be done or in orderly manner. Mm. You know, there is a whole lot in this um, Corinthians, which I know our pastor must have taught us all. You know, like. We've learned it even under our parents and all of that. But I'm just saying that 
for, you know, I want you to see something that spiritual gifts can be desired. But he now said something, verse 2. He said, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. What can you take away from that, Brian? So, so for he that speaketh an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Um, so, like when we speak in tongues, essentially it's a spirit man that prayeth and um that prayer is is unto god um so uh it's not it's not something our logical minds can try to interpret essentially or correct correct also. correct so you speak i like this word direct to god you understand yes sir amen, amen. many anytime i i, I start to do and speaking to god Yes. Right. I like that. Yes, from Wesley. You know. So, when I speak like that, what am I doing? Yes. Communicate. Sure. Are we not sure? What are we? What am I doing? I'm speaking. Communicating. We're speaking to God, sir. I'm speaking to God. I like. Don't don't change it. Don't. That's just unto God. It's not me that said it. I'm reading it from what Paul said. He now said, For no man understandeth him. How be it? In the spirit, he speaks mysteries or speaketh mysteries. So who can tell me what is mystery? You, you don't have to biblicalize it. You can just tell me what you feel when they say mystery. Something is mysterious or mystery. What is what does that mean? Um, it's almost like something that is locked, sir. Um, Thank you. I like that. I like that. Meaning that your prayer is 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 kept safe yeah. in that zone. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. You know, I I cannot. He said, "I'll be it in the spirit." You know, I used to say this. I I stand to be corrected. I am open to correction. But I used to say this. I said, "Even Satan doesn't understand it." Mm. Yes, sir. Do you understand? In the spirit. You know, the first talk about the realm of man. For no man understands it. Mm. And also in the spirit. The things they will be saying is confusing. Yes. yes it's mystery. It's, they need to untie it, even in the spirit. Mm. Do you understand? So when you are doing that, there is something that happens to you. He said the edification comes as a result of mysteries that are spoken. So when you speak mystery, they, they, they package something back to you called edification. Hmm. Yeah, they edify you. They build you up. They charge you up. Building up yourself in your most holy faith. Praying, Praying in the Holy Ghost. Also. So there's something he does for you. He builds up. He adds to you. That's, that's the word. That's what I'm looking for. Since it adds to you. So anytime I go through that exercise, 
So don't look down on that exercise. I noticed something in our generation. Satan has so much that has, has weakened us so much that that exercise is just maybe when we are gathering. Mm. Yes. So when we are gathering, so let's start to pray. You're thinking some other things. You have left that place. <laughs> See, what I'm telling you, it happens to me, Sarah. It's just, it's just like, oh God, why are you, why are you, why are you? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, some of us speaking in tongues is sleeping pill. You just want to sleep. Bless you, Jesus. God have mercy on our soul, you know. But there were days, you know, whereby even me, when I was investing those days, we'll go two hours, three hours, spend time, quality time. Don't, we are not praying anything because we understood. And then a lot of power followed us. You know, just take a walk. I remember those days, I will tell you, I've confronted cults, cultists in school. Several, not once, not twice. And, and I didn't fear them. Hmm. Do you understand? I will tell them that, you know, I told my, there was one of my lecturers that said he would fail me. I said, I just need to go home. There is a place I used to go at the back of, um, we call that place um, staff school. In school then, I'll just go at the back of the staff school and then spend like one hour. I said, I'll settle your case. Hmm. The realm of the spirit is easy. Whoa. And I believed it so much. I'll just stay there praying in tongues one hour. And after I finish praying, I'll just be thanking God. Father, I thank you because this is the end of this man on this campus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, our Father. Thank you. The next thing you hear that they're taking him away, Move him to another campus. Something, something happened to him. Something oh. I said, I'm the one that did it. <laughs> <laughs> the boldness. You know the way that your people used to talk these days. If you try me, I'm going to end your reign. In yeah. in this country, no devil. You understand? He said, except to me, that um, where we built around the uh, what's it called? There is it fifty? 50,000 capacity, whatever, that that place is going to be obstructing the movement of an airplane that is a, is a, is a what is it called? Now? There is a road there mm. that airplane should pass. And he said they should change, they should dig another way. Wow. Tell the government that I said, hi, Bishop, David said, they should carve another way for their airplane. You understand? I said, we got to utter. And they said, this is the zone where witches and wizards normally, normally meet. I said, clear the bush. Clear it. <laughs> clear, clear the witches and wizards together with the bush. Tell them that David, Bishop, David yes. said you should clear them together with it. No devil here can stop you. He's a man that prays hey. in tongues. He said there was one guy that was mad. He was, you know, really mad. And anyway, that guy entered. There is no pastor there, not taking him to. He has torn pastor into pieces. And then they brought him to Bishop. They said, Daddy, 
say this man, he has did this. He said, put him inside my car. He cannot survive the spirit inside that car. Put him there. That's where I pray most of the time. Just put him there. Leave him there. He will be well. They put him there. By the time the guy came out, he was smiling. He was well. That's it. <laughs> so those are prayer. We, we heard about men like Charles G. Finney. They lie down, prayed, prayed in tongues for cities and then liberation. See, mm. prayer spiritually, you know, and Paul said it also. He said, I pray in tongues more than ye all. And we could see the exploits, you know, in the gospel that God used them. So praying in tongues is like you are edifying yourself. You know, I'm just using that as an example that, you know, you see Jesus most of the time. The Bible says at, at the like at the third hour, he, he went to, to a solitary place to pray, spend time with God. And he doesn't, he's not praying prayer. That we saw it while he was in the Garden of Gethsemane that he was groaning. Mm. He wasn't just praying, God, deliver me from this thing, do this. He doesn't, it wasn't just that, he was tongues. Yeah. Yeah, you see that kind of tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is was groaning. The Bible says, "With groaning that cannot be uttered." Mm. He was speaking to God. There's something about that thing, you know. It's very powerful, and you know, it's something we as Christians need to engage more, and even us in this um, our life. Our, we life people. We need to, we even need it much more. Mm. Because the realm in which we are entering into, there are realms whereby there are heights around. You can't come into some of those heights if you don't learn to stay, tarry, stay in the spirit, pray to God. Mm. You need to pray to God. I feel like saying, tell your neighbor, pray to God. Pray to God. Pray yeah. So meaning the way I pray to God is by speaking in tongues. Mm. Mm. Then I pray to God. I speak mystery. So our daddy, Pastor Mecca that wrote this book, said the edification comes as a result of mysteries that are spoken. So you have to speak those mysteries too into the air, into the realm of the spirit. You have to say it there and then they package it back in form of building. Mm. So when we speak in tongues, when we speak, when we speak in tongues, we connect to the realm of the spirit. We're divine mysteries. That word mystery is also secrets. Yes. Secrets of Christ are kept for our edification. So some of the some of us that you know, one of the things the Lord told me today, uh, as I was meditating today, just does just spending quality time, just spending time. You know, there's a way you can spend time. Even as you are walking, you can spend time with the, with the Lord. Just spend time, you know. You are present here. Uh, sorry, you are here, but present with the Lord, like what Paul said. I'm present, I'm here, present with the Lord. Um, you know, that's a dimension that we can also engage. You can, can, be, you can be here, but present in another place. Just, you know, you are engaging not just carnal, you are not, you know, it's not just mind engagement. You are in the spirit. Amen. Are we blessed with what I'm saying? Yes. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So as as that movement is happening, I just began to hear the Lord to start to speak to me that you know that you cannot come into all of my things without prayers. I began to hear it in my spirit that even though you hear my word, you have to pray them. Mm. You have to pray them. Don't just hear them. Pray them. Because I don't give my things if you don't ask for it. Mm. Yes. And Jesus mentioned it in Matthew. You know. Yes, mm-hmm. Jesus mentioned in Matthew. We can see it. Let's see it. Let's just see it um, as a round of how quickly round of. I just want to emphasize that I found this in my spirit. And that's why I'm staying here. Let's read Matthew verse uh, chapter 7, verse 7 to 12 or 7 to 11. Okay, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 11 says, Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Hold on, um, Wesley. You see that the things that Jesus is saying here is that when you ask, he said, Ask and it shall be given. <laughs> like it shall be given. Do you understand? Sure. It shall, but it's tied to action. Do you understand? He now says, seek, yea, shall find. Knock, it shall be open. I like that word, shall. I think um, Pastor also mentioned it one time when he was talking about shall. You know, that word shall, it's like, it's not like it is sure, but you can make it sure by engaging that first thing that is said. The previous is what like qualifies it, that makes it happen. Mm. Except a man is born again. You say that word. He cannot. He, it's, it, it, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He said, except a man is born of the water. Of the spirit. He cannot. It's, it's also sounding like it shall. Mm. Our child has something to be ties with something. Mm. If you don't ask, it will not be given. It will not happen. But when you ask, it shall, it will happen. Read on. Verse 8 also explain it well. It says, for everyone that asketh, receive it. I like that scripture. I, I don't just like it. I love it. You understand? I owe God to this thing that God, oh, you know, you have said it all that everyone that accepts, He said, for everyone that accepts, receive it. And he that seeketh, findeth. Findeth. Are you and- a seeker? You will find. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes, sir. Continue. And to him, that knocketh, it shall be opened. Shall be opened. Continue. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son asks bread, will Mm. he give him a stone? Mm. Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? Mm. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how Mm. much more shall shall your father which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask. So what do they give? They give good things. 
good things. Hmm. So they could do things to them that ask them. So you see, that verse 17 is where Jesus was really going, is about telling us about good things. Then he used all those illustrations, analogy. First told us that when we ask to be given, and then he explained using man. And then he now landed his thoughts. Gun, gun. Yeah. You understand? His, his thoughts, gun. let me use that, permit me to use gun, you know, like gun, gun, you know, so that it will just sound more. The thoughts that Jesus wants to land is that good things that the Father gives. So, so part of good things are mysteries. That's where I'm going. Mm. Do you understand? Yes. Divine mysteries, secrets. They are good things. They are God things. Yes. So if you don't pray, you won't get it. It doesn't just tie to hearing alone. It also tied to accent. Mm, yes, do you understand? Yes, it's up to doing. So there's no, it's not one route into it. You, you hear, you pray, it, then you do it. Yes. At times, you even need to pray for strength to do it. Yes. Uh, because you can't just engage it by hearing it alone. You yeah. have to be strengthened with might. Yes, uh, your inner man. Yes. Just hearing it is not enough. So there are so many other parts to it. So that's one of the things. So even when you pray in your understanding, is limiting. There is a limitation to it. God, give me meekness. Give me meekness. Give me after a while. You cannot pray it well. The mm. import of it might not be as strong as when you tongue it. Mm. Even after you can supply well in the spirit. Even after you say, God, I want it to be meek. I want you to make me meek. You can press it in. Where okay. you understand, you can, you can push it inside and let God do other and Jaganotosi, a forician tata, a jajata balakata, O Gaga, Giganote, Embrataka Tofianta, a dominicada, and Jadanamato, a forian. After a while, spirit will take it over from yes, there sir. and pray better yes. with growth that cannot be uttered. That realm, no spirit can enter that zone, can utter such prayer. You understand? They take you into messy realm. Yes, and then God can't reject such prayers. Yes, because Jesus said it in Matthew 7. Mm. He can't reject such prayers. You can't ask such things and God will not give you. Mm. Eh? Look at even ordinary colonials that even didn't pray with that kind of tenacity. Heaven came for him. Mm-hmm. How much more us? Thank God, Jesus. Do you understand? We can press which, so when you say, when he said, he said, edification for edification is for our building up. So God will supply material for our building and nothing will stop it. Amen. Because we spend quality time, you know, seeking it, asking for it, knocking the door mm. of for good things to come to us. That's why I, that's why people, when you hear, what time in Egypt you find a lot of people coming with breakthrough in a way that for if it is prayer time, you see that I there is this prayer I used to join one time. Um, I think it was Pastor Toluda was always leading that prayer. 
at Ottawa. I don't see a lot of people there. And I wonder, anytime I join, I'm like we are just three, four. And the prayer are so powerful. And then I'll be wondering, where is everybody? Well, no problem. Maybe this is just prayer unit. Maybe yes. we should, I should just go and leave the prayer because it's like this is just prayer unit. It's like prayer time. You understand? Satan has a way of using it to shop. Is uh, like he, I, I used to remember that in those days we would get to church. It was my wife that rebuked me one time, and I had to quickly adjust. Like we'll get to church, and then we'll just go and be gisting when prayer is going on. Mm. You understand? Like we are just waiting for the word. You know, we just came for the word. You get, but you know, Satan uses it to rob us of blessing. And it's because we didn't understand the word too, you know. When understanding began to come, you know, he does go and sit down, you know, spend time to pray, mm. you know. Now what I do at times, if I'm not there yet, I'll just on it online and pray, try to engage it, you know. But I'm not saying that we should beat ourselves from it, but we can start doing it now. Start yeah. engaging, because there is blessing in that thing, yes, you know. So I, I will just read this last one and then I'll end. An accurate, an accurate way of praying. Praying in tongues is praying in line with God's perfect will. Mm -hmm. Read Romans 8 for me. Romans 8, 26 to 27. Romans 8, 26 to 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Ought to. But mm. the Spirit itself maketh intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Uttered, you see? I said that over and again. Continue. And he that searcheth the hearts mm. knoweth what is the mind of the, spirit, of the Spirit. Because he maketh intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. See, 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 see. There's something the Lord spoke to me just now. I just heard it in my, in my spirit now. Like, you said the same way we we trust God mm. in the place of word. You mm. know, like you look forward to word, you look for, and even the preacher to trust God, like God, help me to speak, give me utterance. That's the same exact way mm. you should trust God in prayers. Yes, yes, sir. Based on this scripture, it said, He and he that searcheth the heart, they know it what? What is the mind of the soul? because he maketh intercession for the saint according to the will of God. It means that I can, when I'm praying, I can also cross into the intercession of the spirit. Hmm. I, can, I can quickly cross into the zone of what is in the mind of the spirit. Wow. Do you understand? You say, so what is in the mind of the spirit is the will of God. Hmm. So at any time you come before God, you don't come because you are infirm. You yeah. have infirmity. You don't always come with what the spirit has in mind. Most mm -hmm. times, it must take some kind of growth. Your soul must have been spiritual to a degree for it to pray mind of the spirit. The way you ought to pray, even spiritual soul self, you still need to cross into divine soul for you to be able to align properly with the perfect will of God. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes, but I'm sir. saying to say that, you know, you can, in praying in tongues, 
you can enter that zone. Mm. That God gives us that privilege. You understand? So likewise, the Spirit helped our infirmity. He helped us. He got us up. Just like, you know, Moses said, show me your glory. And then God had to help him. You know, that's what the thing Spirit does. The Spirit does it. He said, for we know not what we should pray. What we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself make it intercession. So when we are praying in the Spirit, we are joining forces with the Spirit of God yes. to pray the will of God. Isn't that beautiful? Like, yes. it's beautiful. Speaking in tongues keeps selfishness out of our prayers. Yes, sir. I would like you, a lot of times, even when I pray in understanding, I pray for me. Mm. You know, I think it was last week I was saying that you can, when you are praying in tongues, you have been praying for your generation. You can be praying for your husband. For some of us, you know, some people have even been locked in their mind that they are not going to marry. That they are eunuchs. Do you understand? Somewhere in their mind. Like, some people just feel this life. Me, I will just, I'm just going to the throne. I don't want anything. Mm. Anything. I repeat anything to this me from going to the throne of God. You get like I'm 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 made for throne. Mm. Throne, throne, like throne. You get it? Like throne. <laughs> you know, like throne, throne. <laughs> and you might just be because of you know what is being said, which is okay, is a good place to be. Is a good heart. But part of the things that God has written for you to get to the throne is to, is to marry or to have a walk. Some people, the Bible lists all these things I'm saying out is in the scriptures. Some people, they became busybodies. They don't want to walk again. They are just waiting for the Lord to come. Mm. I haven't heard all of this. That okay, what is this life about? You know, you know, when we begin to preach the things pertaining to the kingdom. You can say, I don't want to live for vanity, vanity, vanity. Some people, is just like a vanity. Vain things. Vain things. Vain things. Vain things. Vain things. Mm. <laughs> but that brother is not realistic because he's, he needs to wear clothes. He needs to eat. He needs to drink. He needs to, you know, he needs to live like normal life. But yeah. yet, he will just go and lie down somewhere waiting for all the brethren to, to put things on his table. Becoming busybodies, talking about this one up and down, just moving from one brother's house to another to chop, to eat. And anywhere there is communion, you see him there. He's the one that will pack the proceeds of the communion, anything that came out of the communion. After the whole communion, say, don't worry, I will, I will gather it so that it will not be lost. Nothing will be missing. <laughs> so, all those kind of people, they can just extremize the message. And then they stay on one extreme. I'm not saying there are no people that God, because, you know, there are people that will be pastors amongst ministers that God might just want them not to walk. Yes. Do you understand why some people would be eunuchs? But at the same time, even when you think like that, but when you spend time praying in the spirit, God can begin to alter you 
via such prayers that mm. you don't even know that you might be sincere that you are for the throne and maybe God doesn't really want this for you. But when you spend time praying and you just see God aligning those things in prayers and you might just be wondering, why did I even pray for this thing? You mm. never knew that it was when you were praying in the spirit. Apart mm. from the fact that most of the things that we pray in the spirit is for mysteries. But our mystery, the mystery is also tied to our earthly sojourn. Yes, sir. Yes, I know it. Because some of us, you can marry a wife that would tangent you away from righteousness. Mm. The reason why some brethren cannot come for, for example, for life meeting can be tied to their wives. Their wife might just like, like some kind of, you know, some kind of church, even though they are, they can even hear life meeting once in a while. But just because of that soul, read it is in Noah, in the book of Noah, or in the book of, let me say, um, um, Genesis 6. You know, I remember my, it was my dad that said that first. He said, let's open to Moriah. I'm just using it as like Moriah. Like, where is Moriah? That's Genesis. <laughs> so, like, you know, so Genesis talked about it. When people began to fall in love with the daughters of men, we saw in there that those daughters of men made them to become flesh because they turned away from the way that God actually ordained. The sons of God actually knows the way, but they moved away. But it was beautiful ladies. Ladies that doesn't put their hearts solely to the things of of God. So the same way you can have women, you understand? Mm. Women yes. like the mother and the grandmother of, of Timothy. Yeah. You know, that became a generational thing. Yes, sir. You know, they will culture their, their entire generation to follow after God. Mm. Uh -huh. So so God can also give men, husband, wife to take us to God is, is, is God. So God knows that you will not be able to journey to the tree of life if he doesn't bring you into your life. Mm. And all you are saying is, uh, no, I, no, I want to get God. As you are praying, I want to get God. God says, okay, for you to get God, it's not good that you are alone. And then he hearts to you. But that's not where your mind is. But in prayers, you have done, you know, such labor in the spirit. Are we blessed this evening? I think I should just stop here. Yes, sir. And then we'll continue from here next week. Can we just thank Jesus? Can we give thanks? Thank you, Jesus. I want us to use one minute to just pray in the spirit, with our spirit. You know, let's just pray with our spirit. With this understanding that we got this evening. Let's just Let's just groan. Let's pray. Atata. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I don't just want us to listen to the prayers. I want us to pray. You know, I want us to pray. I want us to pray from our heart. I want us to address, because one of the prayers for me from this message is repenting somewhere. You know, some of us have not used this, you know, engage our spirit, you know, in the place of prayers, the way we ought to, you know, 
some of us just it because everybody is praying. You know, some of us just spend five minutes a day. Sometimes you go without with, without praying in, in the spirit with your spirit for days. You know, I want us to just pray. You know, in repenting in our heart that God will help us more to pray with tongues. You know, in the name of Jesus, can we just pray? In Jesus' name, we pray. The Bible says, "How be it in the spirit, you speak mysteries." You know, and Jesus also made us to see that when we ask, He said, well, "There is nobody that asks that has not received, or either asks that receive it." He said, "God is going to." He talked about just paraphrasing all of the scripture that the intention of the Father is to give us good things. So when we ask for good things. That is going to give us. Can we lastly say, God, give us good things that is packaged in your mysteries. You know, the good things packaged in the mystery that the Lord will give us in Jesus' name. That's our last prayer. Can we just pray in the name of Jesus? In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Amen.